0: Today is Wednesday, May 3rd. Welcome to our bread reading. My name is Matthew Persley. I'm one of the pastors here at Park Hill Church in San Diego. We're in our fifth month of practicing bread together. Bread is the way our community reads the scriptures together daily. For centuries, the family of Christ has referred to this practice as Lectio Divina, or in English, our divine lesson. A message from God that teaches us How to live as a part of his family. In order to slow our minds and bodies down to encounter and abide in the love we share with God, we are going to begin by praying the Lord's Prayer together as a family. Prayer engages the body, mind, and spirit toward God. If you need to, close your eyes or open your hands in a posture of receiving. Put yourself in a position where you can engage God without the possibility of awkward interruptions or distractions. This is a special time with you and God. Let's begin. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now, with your Bible, your journal, and a pen, let's begin. Bread is an acronym. We begin with the letter B. Breathe. Continue to remain still before the Lord. Put your feet flat on the ground. If you are not already, consider facing your palms upward in a posture of receiving. Take a moment and breathe. As you become aware of God's presence, let each breath be a wordless prayer of gratitude to God. Thank you for this breath of life. As you breathe out, release to him the cares and worries of your day. Now we move to R. Our reading today is from 2 Corinthians chapter 7. As we read, write down a word or a phrase that catches your attention. If you find yourself especially moved by God's words, feel free to pause this podcast and take any time you need before restarting. 2 Corinthians chapter 7 Therefore. Since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Make room for us in your hearts. We have wronged no one. We have corrupted no one. We have exploited no one. I do not say this to condemn you. I have said before that you have such a place in our hearts that we would live or die with you. I have spoken to you with great frankness. I take great pride in you. I am greatly encouraged. In all our troubles, my joy knows no bounds. For when we came into Macedonia, we had no rest, but we were harassed at every turn. Conflicts on the outside, fears within. But God who comforts the downcast, comforted us by the coming of Titus and not only by His coming, but also by the comfort you had given Him. He told us about your longing for me, your deep sorrow, your ardent concern for me, so that my joy may be greater than ever. Even if I caused you some sorrow by my letter, I do not regret it. Though I did regret it, I see that my letter hurt you, but only for a little while. Yet now I am happy Not because you were made sorry, but because your sorrow led you to repentance. For you became sorrowful as God intended, and so were not harmed in any way by us. Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation, and leaves no regret. But worldly sorrow brings death. See what this godly sorrow has produced in you. What earnestness, what eagerness to clear yourselves, What indignation, what alarm, what longing, what concern, what readiness to see justice done? At every point you have proved yourselves to be innocent in this matter. So, even though I wrote to you, it was neither on account of the one who did the wrong, nor on account of the injured party, but rather that before God, you could see for yourselves how devoted to us you are. By all this, we are encouraged. In addition to our own encouragement, we were especially delighted to see how happy Titus was, because his spirit has been refreshed by all of you. I had boasted to him about you, and you have not embarrassed me. Just as everything we said to you was true, so our boasting about you to Titus has proved to be true as well. And his affection for you is all the greater when he remembers that you were all obedient receiving him with fear and trembling. I am glad I can have complete confidence in you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we move to E, encounter, take the word or phrase that you wrote down and reflect. Pray and ask the Spirit why it stood out to you. Spend some time in God's presence, ready to encounter him. Once again, you can close your eyes and place your palms face up in a posture that is ready to receive. Collect your thoughts and write what you think God may be teaching to you. is A for apply. This is meant to move us from what God is doing inside our hearts and minds to what he wants to do through us in our work, our school, or our communities. What area of your day do you desire to see God move? What is an encouragement from this text that God may be asking you to do? Now we finish with devotion. Turn your posture toward God in gratitude, worship, and love, inviting Him into your heart. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Thank you for walking through this practice with me. I look forward to reading and praying with you again tomorrow.